All right, guys, before we get started, the usual business. Hit like and subscribe. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about us. It's Halloween, guys. Please tell your friends about us because when you are traveling down to that haunted house or that Halloween party, putting on some Launchpad podcasts would be the perfect thing for the season. I guarantee your friends will like it and they will thank you for it. Because <laughs> if we're not funny, we're at least scary. Woo, <laughs> 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 spooky boys. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Guys, send us the pictures of you in costume. We love seeing the pictures of you guys celebrating Halloween, going into those parties, sending us sweet pictures of you. What is it this year? Is it Fortnite? I don't know. What's the video game? Uh, <laughs> it's, that's Overwatch. Fortnite is a video game. That is true. That's <laughs> definitely true. Overwatch, I think, is from old. That's old. You know Overwatch, you're old, man. Fortnite's, Fortnite's the way to go. go. Okay. Uh, Apex Legends, something like that. Uh, send us things. We love hearing from you guys. We really appreciate it. Today, we're having a super fun episode about Matt and Aaron's video store. So let's get to it with the Launchpad Podcast. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. After a long day at work, Mr. Robert Miller is on his way home to where he knows his kids are bouncing off the walls because it is the Halloween season and they've been eating way too much candy. When something catches his eye, a video store, he goes, I haven't seen one of those in years. Maybe I can stop in and get something good for the holiday. A fun, scary movie. So he pulls in, walks in, and looks around. It looks like a video store, but he doesn't see anybody. He just hears noises, scuffling, if you will. He comes around one of the aisles to find two handsome boys wrestling on the floor, <laughs> punching each other and arguing. They both stand to their feet quickly, pretending as if nothing had happened when they say how can we help you sir he says i'm looking for a uh, uh i'm looking for a scary movie but something fun for the family uh, do you guys have Shaun of the dead uh yeah that's in comedy no it's in horror said the other handsome boy no it, it's a funny movie it's about comedy it's written for laughs it's in the comedy section no it has a disembowelment it's a horror movie it has zombies in it yeah but it's about it's a comedy it's about funny things the reason for it isn't to scare you the reason is for comedy <laughs> the reason is to homage one of the greatest horror movies ever made so i think it we don't have an homage section it's in the comedy <laughs> section <laughs> the conversation goes like this for the next two hours and poor robert miller walks out with nothing and goes home to his family where they go boo dad sucks his kids die of boredom <laughs> <laughs> so last week we came up with this idea for this awesome episode of Matt and Aaron's Video Store and I cannot wait to do this because how fun would it be if we opened up a video store even though it would make zero money in today's market oh it would be super cool though and you're right though we would have the best slash worst time just fucking around same, same thing with a comic book store we would just be nerding out all the time and I think some of our clientele would come in there just to see us and some of our clientele would leave us because of the, the atmosphere and how we work yeah. <laughs> I love that we have an homage section because already off the bat, I have um, a bunch of like just randomly specific sections that people are like, uh, but let's like, let's think about that. So you guys remember, and I was thinking about this for this episode, there was a lot of Ma and Pa videos. What, what franchise video stores were there? Blockbuster, right? Hollywood video. Hollywood video. Did you have that? I didn't see that. Or did I see Video Hut until I came out to California? Did you have that in Indiana? Uh, it was mostly Hollywood video and, and Blockbuster. 
blockbuster. You did have a Hollywood video or Hollywood yeah. videos in Indiana? Oh, I don't remember seeing those growing up on the East Coast, at least. The only chain I can remember is Blockbuster. Yeah, there was the one in the grocery store that was a dollar. Oh, I forgot about those ones. Yeah, and those were the ones they had. Those like, always seemed creepy. They had bottom of the barrel shit, though. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The distributors would go to like the regular places first, then the Ma and Pa places, then grocery stores. Be like, hey, you want this movie about toaster that talks? And they were like, yep, put it, <laughs> put it in the appliances section. <laughs> <laughs> like for those of you like I don't know how old some of our listeners are if any of you are young enough we used to go to places that were called video rental places where you could rent a VHS tape and they usually were set up in sections right you had your western your sci-fi your horror new releases drama I feel like romance yeah. or love romance was a section thriller so here's the thing right in Matt and Aaron's video what are our sections like we definitely have drama we definitely have action we definitely have sci-fi we definitely have horror we definitely have romance Right? Right. But I th- I think to get the sections, we're going to start having to unpack the boxes. Are, are these DVDs or are they VHSs okay. at this point? <laughs> at this point, we got to do we got to do both because I think okay. we'll have VHSs for the hardcore, you know, video files like you and I yeah. who come in looking for Highway Killer and Highway Killer was never released on anything except VHS because it's Highway Killer. So we have to have a, a certain amount of those and then the rest of them will have DVDs. And I remember Blockbuster made that transition and hung in there for as long as they could before they dropped out of the race. Here's what's really funny is if any of our listeners are really young, they're going to go to their friends tomorrow and be like, guys, I listened to this podcast and they had the greatest idea. You get all the movies and put them together in one place and you like rent them out to people and they can like actually hold on to them and take them home. What a great idea. Yeah. So instead of sitting on the comfort of your couch and not having to get up to rent a movie, you would have to go in the car, (laughs) drive to somewhere else, use paper money, (laughs) go home, find out the disc was scratched, go back. <laughs> or or you open the VHS like box and like the tape is sticking out. Yeah, that one too. That's always a fun one. <laughs> Well, I guess, yeah, you're right, though, because there were certain things I was like, is rom-com different than comedy? Is superhero its own section? Is kids section even a section? Let's start right there. Right right? there. You said superhero. So this was one of my big, I have this in all caps. Is superhero a subgenre or is it its own genre? Because I think in today's current standard, superhero is an umbrella that has its own genres. Like we're about to get that movie New Mutants, which they keep promising is going to be a superhero horror movie. It's like, okay, interesting. But back in the 80s, when when Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, when that first came out on home video, what section would you find that in? So action. Action? Yeah, right? Yeah. But like, you watch a TV show like Legion, that's not an action show. It's like a quirky, weird sci-fi that's true. show. Yeah, and I think superhero as a type of film has revolutionized and changed itself in the last 20 years, like for real. But I do feel that when you and I were growing up, if you were looking for Tim Burton's Batman, it would be in the action section, at least then. I, if it, if we had a video store and we weren't going to have 35 different sections, I would say it's an action movie. It would be, in, I wouldn't have a superhero section. I would just have an action section and put it there. What do you think? I, I think now it is its own genre. You have to have a superhero section because as it is right now, the superhero genre is like a pod person. It is slowly like imitating every other movie oh, and okay. then taking it over. So like pretty soon, like you're going to have like romance superhero movies that are purely like it is a, ro- a rom-com but they're wearing capes from time to time you know and it's like that it, 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 every movie all of them they're all going to be superheroes and I, I like it's funny because you hear like hardcore cinephiles complaining about like it's not even cinema but it's like yeah it is and it's going to take it all over if you don't if we don't like suddenly stop caring about
about superheroes. So, okay, in Matt and Aaron's video store, then, we have a superhero section? Hell yeah, we do. Okay, so Tim Burton's Batman is in there. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm assuming superhero means super person, so would Joker go in there? I know you haven't seen it yet, but if you, like, you know Joker's about the Joker... <sighs> Shit, We're not going to have a super like, villain section, right? But I mean, like, yeah, I guess so, because it's still... But, like, that's what I'm talking about. That's like a drama, right? That's like a subgenre, like, crime drama, Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would put it in crime or drama, but... Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's hard. What about... Okay, what about this? The Crow. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could have just seen Ruby's face. I just saw his record skip. That goes in loser whiny crybaby shit. Goth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a, like whiny goth shit. <laughs> well, all right. It, it, you know, the, the movie is for what it is, but he's not really a superhero, right? He's definitely losing whiny goth, but he's got superpowers. He fights evil, but it's evil for him for revenge. Damn, that's a good one. How do you, like, what right? is the crow? Where would, is the crow in action in most video stores? Here. So here, and now, here's something. I went to, to prepare for this episode. I went into my garage yeah. in which I have, I think, five bookshelves full of movies, just full. And I have rough categories. I have, I think I have action, drama, comedy, war, horror, uh, Western, shitty movies, obviously, kids. I'm probably missing one or two. But like my, my, I don't have a superhero section. I just have kids if it's animated or a kid's version, or I have action. Crow is in action, but also, oh, sci fi. I have a sci fi section. Crow could also easily be sci-fi. So I don't... I disagree. I mean, I would, at this point, I'd say action or superhero. Yes, I disagree that Crow is sci-fi. Here's why. Something, sci-fi needs a scientific element. Science, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Crow is... Yeah, but Crows are birds. Birds is part of science. I mean, where does the craft go? The craft's a horror movie, right? That's right. In the next, the whiny goth section, there's a hot goth section right next to it. (laughs) (laughs) And also the subgenre of women who never did anything except for Nev Campbell. (laughs) The other three... <laughs> With three quarters of your cast never does another movie. That's a section that we would have. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. You're gonna the make craft. Me Where would... That's hilarious. I just typed crow into Google and it says 1994 drama slash fantasy. Fantasy. Okay, see, I could put it in a fantasy. I could see that. Oh, it's actually harder, I think, the more categories we make, yeah. the harder it is to pinpoint some of these. Fantasy would be a good one for that. I can't imagine anybody in leather pants, though, agreeing. Drama is an interesting category because I feel like drama is a catch-all category. I agree with that. If it's not funny, it's not a comedy. So it's not sci-fi because there's no science. Like, I feel like drama gets thrown in. Like, I, th- I think if I walked down a movie, a video store aisle back in the day, drama would have a lot of weird shit in it. I think that's true. And I was thinking what, the way that I was kind of looking at my categories here at my house and also coming up with these lists, like we did in the open for this with the Shaun of the Dead, I think that you got to take into account why did they make that movie, right? Like, Taxi Driver has a really great action sequence at the end, but they were making that as a character piece to study his de-evolution into or you know into the crazy guy that he was and then the the last minute uh, upcoming of him that's a drama it is a you drama. know yeah i think taxi driver is solid solid drama category there's a couple out there that i looked and i was like what is this and i was like no that is a drama because like copland if you ever seen copland there's just some amazing performances in there and uh there's a couple things that happen in that but it is a drama they're trying to make you think about something the movie kids did you ever see kids oh god yeah it's a hard movie to sit through it's really really angsty and hard and it's got all this like terrible shit that these teenagers are doing and it's but I was like it doesn't really 
feel like a drama, but why else was he making that movie? It wasn't to entertain you. It was kind of get you to think about the issues, to watch these kids' performances, to think about the people in that situation. I think that's a drama. So I think if you're hitting those notes, you're in a drama. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, and akin to drama, there's the thriller. That's drama with the suspense upped up. The thriller is the bridge between a drama and a horror. I have a very specific criteria for that. A thriller... Yeah, I was was just going to ask you about that. lead, Lead into that. So a thriller is a horror movie that follows the real rules of the world. Like in a thriller, your flashlight will work because flashlights don't just randomly stop when the killer's nearby. In a thriller, if you jump in the car and the killer's close to you, your car will work. In a thriller, the police believe you when you're like, this guy's trying to kill me. And they go, oh, oh, well, we'll try and find out what's going on. (laughs) But in a horror movie, the police are like, fuck off, kid. I'm busy drinking coffee and reading porno mags. And like... The car never works. The flashlight turns off. Like there's there's tropes that happen to make a horror movie a horror movie, whereas a thriller, I feel like, is more real world based. What do you think about that? I like that. And I like that in certain situations. And just today, this morning, I was having breakfast with my wife, Amanda, and I was telling her we were doing this this topic and I was explaining your your differences between your your thought of differences between thriller and horror. And she was like, well, what would he say for Scream? And I was like, well, I guess he would call Scream a thriller. And she was not happy about that. She said, no, there's blood in it. I said, well, yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily the end-all be-all of either genre. But I agree with her in terms of it is a horror. If we had our movie, if we had our video store and we had a thriller section and a horror section, I would fight you physically rolling around on the floor to put Scream in the horror section. Where are you putting Scream? Scream is in the horror section. Why? Because the, the convention to why the killer exists is a horror movie thing. And it's all based off of horror movie tropes. Got it. So, so just because a movie follows the things that you you're calling a thriller doesn't mean it has to be a thriller, but to be a thriller, it has to follow those rules. Yeah. In the Venn diagram of thriller and horror, Scream can't, could be in the middle, but Scream is a horror movie because in a thriller, the killer usually doesn't wear a mask. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. That's a good one. So Silence of the Lambs was going to be my next one. That is a thriller, right? Straight up thriller. Yes. I, I think Silence of the Lambs is a thriller because he's a serial killer. It's very much based in reality. I mean, obviously there's some very unplausible moments like how you wear a dead guy's face out out of a out of a building but fuck it that's cool um but like it's not that's another section for our our video stories dead guy face wearing dead guy face wearing yeah right next to like yeah uh <laughs> texas man texas chainsaw goes in there texas chainsaw and devil's rejects um yeah so i i think that even though hannibal lecter is a horrifying character and he's a great character i think it's miscategorized as horror because it is almost based in completely in reality and nothing about it is broken cartoonishly to fit the genre okay i'm, I'm on board with that that i think that i would nitpick certain things with you, but I, you, your your rules and your criteria for those categories makes sense to me. I wouldn't fight you on the criteria. I might fight you on an individual movie. Do you have any for movies sure. on your list to talk about today that yeah. could be in one or the other? Yeah, here's one. 1994's Wolf. Wolf? Is that what you said? With Jack Nicholson and... Yeah. and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, put that in the category of movies that nobody watched. Or the category <laughs> of movies that should have been awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, like, let's throw it in the boring category. I think we should have an entire yeah. category that's just boring. <laughs> The how did you fuck that up section? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine like Jack Nicholson as a werewolf? I'm on board for every bit of that sentence. And then that movie sucks. You want it to be so good too. But like, it's not a horror movie. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think because of a werewolf, I would just immediately put it in a, in a horror movie, You'd in think, a horror right? category. But yeah. does it have, I mean, what does a horror movie have? I mean, it's got a supernatural werewolf, right? So werewolves are supernatural. Yeah. So that's, that's goes more towards horror and against thriller, right? Yeah. 
Like it's points for horror and no points for thriller. And as your as you made the point, what is the intent of the movie being made? The intent was Jack Nicholson to bone Michelle Pfeiffer, not to be a werewolf. <laughs> Wait, that's contextually what's trying to happen in the movie, or that's what they wanted to happen when they were making the movie? Uh, both. I mean, contextually in the movie, he's like, okay, here, let me read this to you. After being bitten by a wolf in rural Vermont, aging book editor Will Randall, Jack Nicholson, finds himself full of youthful vigor. Randall then discovers that he's been fired and replaced by Stuart Swinton, James Spader, a vicious young executive. As Randall struggles to regain his position, he becomes enthralled with Laura Alden, Michelle Pfeiffer, his former boss's daughter, and increasingly animal like urges begun to overwhelm him, Randall worries that he may be a werewolf. It's an erotic thriller. Yeah, I was going to say, it almost sounds like an exploitation slash art movie. If you tick Jack Nicholson out of it, and especially the type, what was that, the 90s? 94. 94, yeah, mid-90s. If you took that stuff out of it, it almost sounds like a 70s, early 80s exploitation slash art house movie where you're like, this is kind of a porno or like an erotic movie hidden as a, a horror movie. You know that at some point in this movie, there is a really long like guitar twang it's like and like heavy synth while they're just like bumping and grinding under sheets and like keeps panning up to the moon and like you're like oh wow so it's in the guitar twang section yeah it's in the musicals no it's like one of those things like this is a thriller it's a movie with a werewolf that was like guys 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 let's make a werewolf movie but it's not a horror movie and they're like how are we gonna possibly do this and like watch this we'll make it boring as fuck yeah everyone will be asleep by the time the plot gets going you managed to make a movie with a werewolf not a horror movie and I don't know whether to like tip my hat to you or just throw your VHS in the garbage <laughs> that's that's the ultimate section we'll have a pretty good garbage section in our store it's just a big bin it's like take it who cares so this one is living in the thriller section then we're gonna put wolf in thriller yeah I think so because he is menacing her at certain points but oh you know what we could do what? I got it it's the thrillers section but it's the word thriller and then with a bunch of Z's after it like you fell asleep so it's the thrillers <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right, so this is the thrillers. All right, I got a good one, and I actually don't know where I come down on this one, so it's not necessarily a buck to see what you'll think. It's it's a conversation. Okay. John Carpenter's They Live. Ooh, sci-fi. See, I was thinking, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, couldn't you make the, the argument for action, horror, or sci-fi? Couldn't it fit in any of those genres, really? Maybe horror, the least of all of them. And that's assuming we don't even have a cult section. I think it's a least of all horror, because if you have an out of space like it's not a monster from within it's not a slasher it's an alien which immediately to me is science sci-fi I agree with that I agree with that question for later I'm going to bookmark this think about this later think of a sci-fi movie where the monster is horror it's more horror than sci-fi where like where where that rule breaks but so if you have an alien it's sci-fi and I, I usually don't consider it as much horror anymore but like except in the movie Alien which made this whole conversation start right? I know I know right <laughs> this is we should just call this debunking our own arguments. That's the name of I mean, of this that's episode. what it is because there is no right or wrong answer. I mean, unless, of course, you think that Shaun of the Dead's a comedy, fuckhead. <laughs> I would take you to the floor for that one for sure. <laughs> For They Live, though, I would agree. I think I agree. I think if we sat down and argued, I could put it in an action or a horror section because I do think it has elements from those. But I agree with you. It's aliens. It's science fiction. They have these magic sunglasses that show shit. And they're not magic. They're, they're technology. So that's the tech and science fiction. So I think that that, again, if that's assuming we don't have a cult section, which I feel like most of our movies would just immediately get put into. Yeah. But I think I think They Live would be a good sci-fi one. Um, Honestly, that's probably part of the name of our video store. Cult. 
Uh, shitty, shitty cult goth kid movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hi. we just call it shitty cult movies. And, and on the on the sign, we say nerds, whiny goths, hot goths. Uh, who else? Werewolves. Everyone's welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't think it's an action movie because ugh, that movie, the, the, there's one fight scene that's memorable. Well, when action, yeah, but they're shooting. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble gum. It's got a lot of the tropes that an action movie would have. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's sci-fi. I mean, it's got it's got cheesy out of bo- you know out of kit John Carpenter type action sequences. Yeah, but, but I I I don't. It's yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if I watched that as an action movie, I'd be disappointed. If I watched it as a sci-fi movie, I would not be. Well, if we take the con- if we take the purpose of the director or filmmakers in mind, what were they trying to achieve there? I agree that they weren't trying to scare us, so not horror. I would say they were trying to make us go yeah when cool stuff happens, and I feel like that's an action movie. No, no, they were me- meant to. Me- they were making you go, man, am I am, am I just a consumer robot? Like, it had a very heavy-handed message about consumerism. I agree with that, but was that the main, was that the main point of the movie? So we'll put it in our anti-establishment section. <laughs> I got to admit, this is a lot of fun, but this is not how I thought this episode was going to go. <laughs> I didn't realize we were going to be making so many signs for our store. <laughs> oh, and their signs would be super fun because like, you know, in the horror section, there'd be like a little Freddy popping up and like Jason and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The romance section would have like hearts and stuff. Like we'd make really cool signs with like 3D elements. Now, do you think with all these sections that we're making, is it the size of a normal blockbuster and each section is just like one shelf or is it just just a warehouse movie store with giant sections. Um, I see it like when you walk in, it's like one of those bookstores or like a record store where like you can't believe it's still going. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they're really narrow, so they just pack them the fuck in there. You think one wall is a mirror, but it's not. But it's not. You walk over and it's not a wall. Do you guys have, have you ever been to a half price books? I don't know. There's, I don't, I know I have a big one in LA. Cause like there's half price books and it's like one of those places like you walk in and you're like, I can't believe this place is so big. It doesn't look this big on the outside, but like you keep, it's just like labyrinthian almost. Almost. Tardis like. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty heavy on the sci-fi now. I think I think that's where they live goes because okay. it's 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 meant to use an alien invasion story. Like if 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 you were told me that Ray Bradbury wrote this book, I wouldn't be surprised. Sure. I agree with that. I, I am I'm on board. I think that makes sense. It's also like very 1984 about like the mind control and like all that. And I think the action's a benefit. Like, okay, so like here's here's another litmus test for it. What's that movie, We Hold the Dark, that we watched on Netflix together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a, would, yeah, that's a good idea. You wouldn't call that an action movie. It's violent. It's really violent, and it has a huge shootout in it. But I don't think it's any more action packed than They Live is, and that's definitely not an action movie. I agree, and I also feel like that movie, their intent was to tell you this twisting tale that had some mystery in it, and then also had this you know reveal at the end. So I feel like their their thing was not to wow you with the action shootout. That was just a piece. That was just a set piece in the movie. Right. Um, <laughs> it'll go in the section we hold the dark goes in the section of confusing <laughs> there here yeah, we have a dot 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 question mark section <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's one tucker and dale versus evil oh interesting so i've never seen this but i know what it is you've never seen it Rumi? no it's hysterical i it's one of my favorites it's hysterical one of your favorites yeah one of my favorites like i love showing it to people i love this movie all right uh, then if, if it's a favorite i'll have to check that out then i love it because but it give, literally... give, it, give it give it 
give it the quick give us like the 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 one liner for it in case someone hasn't seen it. They literally took the genre of teenagers being chased by hillbillies in the woods and just inversed it completely. What if hillbillies were being chased by teenagers in the woods? Period. Which is really clever. If if done well, it's a really clever premise. And they do it great because it starts out like these two kind of hilljack guys are going to like clean up their hunting cabin and they go out to this cabin it's falling apart they're going to fix it up and they keep running into these teenagers and the teenagers think they're being assaulted by the creepy hilljacks and the two like the two guy tucker and dale are like why are these teenagers committing suicide around us at all times like they keep dying in horrible fashions and it's just a battle between them all the end's a little weird but i love it i think it's really funny a great use of the genre flip and the characters are just well executed all right so the the idea here is that it's a little bit humor and a little bit horror right 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 and it's you know it's 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 just a genre flip on a classic horror trope i'm gonna say i'm gonna say comedy i'm gonna put it right next to Shaun of the dead i i i i will throw Shaun of the dead out the window you do not put it back in the horror section <laughs> i'd rather not carry it in the store than to have it in the wrong section <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be in a glass case behind the counter that needs two keys to open it. <laughs> but Tucker and Dale's one of those movies like it is it's a horror comedy and I think it's very difficult when you add comedy to something because it breaks the genre and it is such a genre defying mm-hmm. thing because it is a horror movie that flipped the script so I think it is a comedy because it literally is the opposite of what you expect it to be so therefore it doesn't fit in the genre that it is portraying. I agree with that. So you're uh, you're saying that this one is a comedy, but Shaun of the Dead is not? Yes. I think Shaun of the Dead is a straight up zombie movie that has people telling jokes as they're running away from the zombie. Not to put words in your mouth, but to ask a question. You think that Shaun of the Dead is a horror comedy is a comedy horror whereas a horror comedy other way around yeah i think it's a horror movie first but it's a it's a horror movie with comedy in it as opposed to a comedy movie with horror in it yeah and tucker and dale is the other one tucker Tucker and dale Dale is is a a comedy that has yeah it's a comedy movie with some horror in it yeah damn dog okay i don't know that i would have started this business with you if i had known you're gonna be so ass backwards about stuff but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well i think that's a genre that that happens to a lot i would almost say like evil dead could be that i think evil dead is horror but i feel like um actually army of darkness too that could be such there's a fine line between comedy and horror but what would you do if you found evil dead 2 in the comedy section um like if it wasn't my store i would march it right back over to the horror section this is not comedy (laughs) listen okay i have an imaginary video store and in that store i didn't have this in this section. <laughs> At this point in time, if I walked into a video store and did that, I think the guy behind the camera would be like, do whatever you want. We're closing in a month. I was going <laughs> to be like, he would be like, sir, we've stayed open 15 years after any other video store in the world. Can you cut me some slack? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. But anyway, you're the only video store in the world. What do I know? He, he's like, you're the only person not renting porno. So do whatever you want, kiddo. <laughs> you know what my favorite example of horror and comedy is what and this is splitting hairs to a certain extent but american werewolf in london which i love greatest werewolf movie that i think i think that is the best werewolf movie i can think of but if i were to make a ton of subgenres, that movie to me is the greatest example of a black comedy 
Let me think about this. I think it's the greatest example of a black comedy that I can think of. Like if someone said, wait, what's the difference between a black comedy and a regular comedy? That's the one that I think I would pull jokes from because that movie, when you watch it, it is really scary. But I and I, I think that is the intent. So I would keep that in horror in our video store. However, it is so scrape the bone funny where it's just like, ooh, it's almost like, should I, should I be laughing at that? It's really funny, but what a terrible situation. And it cracks me up every time I spend, I mean, I'm not one to, to, to cringe or to jump at horror movies, but if you go with the analogy, I spent just as much time laughing at that movie as I do cringing or jumping at the scares. No, you're right. It is brilliant because of that. And I think American Werewolf in London, but is is it a horror movie for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. See, I yeah, I, I see that and Shaun of the Dead on the same level. It's it's hilarious, really funny, but it's, it's still a pretty gruesome horror movie to an extent. Oh, I didn't think about comparing the two... <sighs> in genres. But I guess it's not as far. At first, I was like, wait a minute. No way. Shaun of the Dead is supposed to be a comedy. But no, I think Werewolf was supposed to be as well. It's de- I think it's supposed to be more of a horror. But they wrote it really funny. No one in that movie, very few people in that movie take the movie seriously, if you really think about it. Even when when Dave is, David is turning into a werewolf, he's making jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. his his body is mutating and he's making jokes. So you're like, yeah, I guess, I guess it is a little tongue in cheek. A super tongue in cheek. That's a hard one too. I mean, I think you almost have to have a horror comedy section. Like you have your horror section, and then you. But like, then do you need a action comedy section? Like, does that apply to every? Right, right. Make sub, dude. Our, our video store is like the cheesecake factory of video stores. So it's like you go in, you could order anything, but you look at the menu and you're like, I'm overwhelmed. They're just going to Buffalo Wild Wings across the street. <laughs> As somebody who literally <laughs> just had lunch at Cheesecake Factory with my wife today, uh, yeah, I definitely feel that way. I'm like, shit. Do I want? Do I want a, a burger, a cheesesteak, or an Asian chicken Thai salad? Yeah, Asian chicken para. Do I want a chicken parm pasta? <laughs> do I want uh, spring rolls? Do I want a thousand different cheesecakes? Do I want soup? Or do I want to look at the breakfast menu? <laughs> <laughs> Way too much fucking shit on that menu. But you're right. Like, I, I, I mean, I think horror comedy is one of those things that's so specific, though, because you have American Werewolf in London. You have Evil Dead. You have Dead Alive, which is ostensibly the goriest film ever made. And I'm always like, yeah, that's horror. But then you're like, but shit, it's I kick ass for the Lord. That's hysterical. Right. It, yeah. It at least knows it's writing funny and it making you laugh. So, yeah. It's, and it's it's hard. It's that the idea. Actually, the idea of categorizing and labeling things is something that as a as a thing I try not to get into. But if you own a video store and you have to put a movie on a shelf, you have to put it in one section or another, you know? So it's like Dead Alive could be in three or four different... I almost feel like that's why certain video stores would put like a cult section. Yeah. So they could put those cross-genre movies where they're like, I really, you know, like the You and Me's would come in and be like, it should be over here, it should be over there. Like, fuck it, put it in this one or two kind of catch-all sections. You know, like a cult can be a kind of a catch-all section. So there's a movie that I haven't seen yet, but it's a zombie Christmas musical called Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it yet either. Haven't seen it, but like, does that go in the Christmas movie section? It's a zombie movie, but it's also a musical. Like that one, that one just like, again, like it's on its own shelf. The difference between the Matt and Aaron video store and any other video store in existence is that we would absolutely have a Christmas horror film section all year round. And that would be my favorite section. So it's easy for us to say where that would go. Oh yeah, absolutely. So candy cane jammed through a zombie's head. I'm already working on the, on the label. (laughs) 
I love it. Christmas horror. Yeah. That's a tiny di- diorama of little kids watching their mom bone Santa Claus and then growing up and stabbing people. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't heard our Christmas horror movies episodes, go back and, and listen. But the gist of it is if you watch your mom bone Santa Claus in any fashion, you will grow up to be a serial killer. Hands down. There's no way you can't. So here's another question. So like, you know, we were talking about, you know, horror comedy is such a weird brand because it is comedy and horror almost are oil and water but they actually go together really well but like mm. I don't feel the need to have a action comedy section where it's like okay Hot Shots part D goes over here and like Bad Boys goes over here but John Wick that goes over on the other side because that's like pure action like you know what I mean like I don't feel yeah I don't feel as weird delineating what makes an action and an action comedy well that could be because of the tropes and the, the different aspects of each genre like when you think about what makes a horror movie you could throw a couple funny things in or if you think about classic 70s 80s horror there's usually a funny character you know the goofball the trickster the prankster the you know stupid idiot guy but the genre itself does not include humor it doesn't have to whereas I feel like you think of Exorcist that's not tongue in cheek you know what I mean you think about the first Friday the 13th there's no tongue in cheekness in that when you think about action movies at least classic action movies again at least for you and I we're thinking 70s 80s usually the genre itself is tongue in cheek from the get-go. Rambo, the first Rambo is not, but then the, or, you know, the first, uh, or first blood is not, but then the next Rambo movies are very tongue-in-cheek. Every Schwarzenegger movie was very tongue-in-cheek. Those one-liners are a great example. Oh, that's a, to call back to another episode that we did, listen to our action movie one-liner episode. That's pretty fun. Yeah, that is a fun one. Um, I'm going to go listen, to, I'm going to go listen to it right now. I'll be back. Oh. But go check out our episode. <laughs> but like, you think about that, that's an important, I would argue that that one part is an important part of the action genre, is those tongue-in-cheek lines that the guy delivers either straight-faced or winking at the camera, and we as the audience are like, oh, that's awesome! So I think there's already comedy built into those genre. Now, it doesn't mean you have to have it. John Wick doesn't really have it. Um, there's a bunch of other ones off the top, I can't think off the top of my head, but there's a bunch of other ones off the top of my head, action movies that don't necessarily have humor built in, but I think the genre as a as a thing kind of usually does. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I, I agree, because there is something ridiculous about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't really have an answer because I got distracted thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator because Predator ostensibly isn't a horror movie. I think, out no, not think. I know in my garage it's a sci-fi movie. And I would say it's a sci-fi or action before I would say horror. I wouldn't put it in horror. Because it's literally, you could replace that Predator. Like, the reason it is sci-fi or horror is because you have an alien monster. But if you take out that alien monster and replace them with a giant soldier, it's still just the same action movie. There's nothing about it that has to be alien. Correct. I agree with that. But then you get to the the most recent one and that one's like fucking goofy goofball comedy bullshit. What do you so what what is the first predator in our video store? Either horror or sci-fi. I would I would push for sci-fi. Okay, I'll agree. I won't fight you there. I'll fight you where I put that new predator movie. <laughs> I think every creepy setup of the predator is a intro to an action sequence. It's not necessarily trying to spook you, it's trying to get you ready for some action. Yeah, but like the 2018 19 when did this movie came out? The Predator? When did that come out? Last, I think it was 19, but let's, whatever it is, The Predator. So 2019, The Predator, I wouldn't put that in sci-fi. Yeah, that's true. You're right. What would you put that in? Action? In the garbage, Matt. Duh. <laughs> in, the, in the special in the special genius kid hacker section, oh. which, that's the one that has the barn doors over it with the, you know, the... <laughs> 
You don't go in there, kids. Kids can't go in there. <laughs> right next to RoboCop 3? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, fuck. RoboCop was on my list. RoboCop's on your list? Why? Yeah, I could see it in action and I can see it in sci-fi. It's satire, though. Would we have a satire section two? How big is our store? <laughs> really, think of the overhead for this fucking place. And our sign bill's got to be up the ass. No, I'm making them in my basement. It's fine. <laughs> True video store side. That's that's really all I want to do is make signs for video stores. That would be, dude, that's one of those things when you know you were born 30 years too late. You're like, if I was 30 years older, I would have had the best video store sign section making business. But like... Robocop is, is sci-fi. I'm saying sci-fi for Robocop. I'll give it to you. Sci-fi. Yeah. Why not? Let's look it up. Hold on. Let me see what the internet says. Robo... <laughs> I like the the internet came to one consensus. <laughs> Fuck off, internet. <laughs> Ruby's face looks doubtful. Because it says Dubious. RoboCop 1987 fantasy mystery. Oh, yeah. You know the big mystery point in that where you're trying to figure out what? <laughs> Who shot you? <laughs> Who shot that guy's dick off? No, it's a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi movie. Can I just tell you as an aside, when I give my son a bath, who my son is five months old, when I give him a bath or take him for a walk, sometimes I talk to him and try to give him like little like pearls of wisdom because I know so much. I started calling them prime directives. So like right now, prime directives are like try to help other people as much as you can. Always work to your potential like as much as you can. Be Oh, and try to be nice. Always be nice to people and always be happy. Those are my prime directives so far. Do everything you can to fulfill those three things and you'll you'll do a good job so far. Yeah, I I could see that. I like that. Prime director. Then there's going to be a couple secret prime directors where he can't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that the prodigal son returns home to kill me and I have an Ed 209 waiting for him. There's a huge <laughs> fight for my office. <laughs> A man who would be like, babe, the, our boy is here and he's back to kill you. And I was like, no, but wait, even if he does, watch how cool this sequence is going to be. And I live in a one story house, so there's no fucking stairs for my Ed 209 to fall down. In my head, though, it's not Ed 209. It's Mr. Freeze with like cardboard tape to him. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, Halloween is is this week. Now I have uh, I know exactly what to put on both those 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 creatures. Well, because the internet is Ugh. stupid and it thinks RoboCop is a fantasy mystery. Which what is a fantasy? Let's let's look at that real quick. What would you put in a fantasy section? I would say that fantasy. If I had to try to define it, I would say it's the magical, supernatural equivalent of sci-fi. So sci-fi is based somehow on science with a fictional element, right? That's where the term comes from. I would say fantasy is also something that can't be real, but it also can't be traced back to science. So like dragons. It's got a dragon in it. Automatically fantasy. Right. Unless it's Reign of Fire with Matthew McConaughey. That goes in the garbage. That's the garbage <laughs> section. <laughs> You're right. It is. It's the sci-fi equivalent, but it's magic instead of instead of science. Uh, if you have a fairy or an elf or some creature with wings, it's a fantasy. But like, I could see why. I could see why the crow is like a dark fantasy. Oh, it's a super. If you really, it actually. The more you think about it, the more it is a fantasy because that's why that character appeals to us, right? That's why it appeals to everybody to a certain extent because it's not just the Batman revenge that someone fucked me up and got me wrong fantasy. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's the. 
fantasy of little boys who wear eyeliner going, oh man, I wish I could love my girlfriend so much that I come back from the dead. Yeah, that'd yeah. be really cool. Like, that's what they fantasize about. Right. Yeah, that's really, and that, if you think about it, before, like, to get really, like, seriously dark for a second, before, like, school shootings and shit were a thing, the crow was how you wanted to express your revenge against the people who wronged you for being what you were, right? Yeah. The crow was this sec, like, let's not sugarcoat it. It's this sexy yet dark, alluring vengeance spirit that comes back in a non-threatening way except for the people who fucked him over. And especially in the book, he really fucks them back. But in the movie, he kind of does too. But in a sexy, kind of PG-13 way. Yeah, but so was The Matrix, so... Where's The Matrix? Sci-fi. I think so too. Oh, yeah, I think it's... it's it, no, it's definitely sci-fi. It's definitely sci-fi. It's strong enough action to be an action movie. Like, if you said... If you pinned me, if we were wrestling on the floor and you pinned me and said... Which would never happen, but if you pinned me and said it was action, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do know how to throw my weight around, Matt, so we'll see about that. But like, <laughs> We have not wrestled in a very long time. After I've dragged your face down the entire row of rom-coms, <laughs> knocking every VHS onto the floor. We have a big rom-com section, do we? <laughs> big enough for it to hurt your face. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, flirting with the idea of fantasy, I have one for you. <laughs> Gremlins. <laughs> that is a neat joke. <laughs> okay. Gremlins. Where, where do we put Gremlins? In our Christmas horror movie section. You think so? Yeah. Why not? I don't know that I would call it a horror movie. I might, if you went to bare bones categories, I think I'd put it in comedy before I put it in horror. I might even put it in sci-fi before I put it in horror. No, because there's no science. It's all mystical. Water is science. <laughs> Midnight is science. <laughs> no, um, no, it's Christmas horror because it's a Christmas movie and you have little monsters that kill people, but you never see them kill anybody. But again, I would say, and again, we haven't really decided if this was something that we're taking into account, but if we take the creator's intention into account, I don't think their intention in that movie was to horrify. I think think the intention was more to tickle us and make us laugh than to scare us, don't you think? Yeah, but you did it with a monster. Like, but So do we take that, we don't take that into account then? You, you can take it into account, but I don't think it drives it. The guy who invented the graphic interface format says it's GIF, but thank Jod he doesn't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> what a comparison. <laughs> Just because somebody created something and they said this was their intention doesn't mean that it that's that's how it falls. Like Ernest Scared Stupid is obviously a comedy, but like it's a children's horror movie. Like it's a children's Halloween fun thing. Oh, see, fair enough. And I was gonna say in my garage, Gremlins is in my my kids section. And it's like, but I, I think if you have a, a horror movie holiday, like Christmas time horror movie section, that to me is, is prime gremlin real estate. And I might put it in our section just to pad our section out, but I think mm, that's tricky. That's tricky. Because I don't think Gremlins is a comedy, mostly because I don't find any of its antics funny. I am above Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> my, my sense of humor is way above the comedic stylings of Joe Dante. <laughs> I would say if we're going with fantasy as a category, I would I would be okay with putting it in fantasy. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Ooh, is this like the this is the first one that we really can't see eye to eye at all on? You don't see any sort of merit of having Gremlins as a horror movie. No, no, I do. It's not like if you said it was a romance movie, I'd be like, no, that makes no sense. I can see why you'd put it in horror, but to me, there's like three other sections that I would put it in before horror. And I thought we were going to get to this kind of argument way earlier in the in the show than this. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't see it as a fantasy. Well, maybe. 
maybe, but I don't see it really as a fantasy either because, well, I mean, it is mystical little critters. Yeah, you just said it's not sci-fi because it's mystical. So, right? Mystical critters. Is there any other small creature movie, though? Like, I think small creature in general. Like, I can't think of very... Like, if there was a movie called, like, Goblin, it's probably played as a horror movie. Like, the thing about fantasy, too, is the intent isn't to scare you, whereas the gremlins are menacing the whole time. But are they meant... Like, do you think the film was meant to scare you with gremlins? Yes. Because I would say it's almost like what we just said about the Predator, or not the Predator, but Predator. We said that the, the, the movie Predator didn't use the Predator to scare you. We used it as a platform for the action to happen. I feel that the gremlins in Gremlins were not meant, they're monsters, but they're not meant to scare you as much as they are a platform for the comedic and the antics to happen. When you go to the Disney haunted house, the haunted mansion, Mm -hmm. and there's the ghosts that are like making funny faces, are they still not ghosts? I'm not debating that they're ghosts. Are they still not ghosts, Matt? (laughs) (laughs) Gremlins has critter monsters in it, for sure. Yes, they're not like, they're not trying to murder you, but they're menacing creatures. They're wreaking havoc. I think there's a reason why it was meant to sort of scare you and then make you laugh so it's okay like it's it's trying to make it tame enough for kids but but then they like blew the santa bomb on the same movie so Ooh, I don't know we should fuck yeah that's true all right let's re- this is a wrestle we have to wrestle for this one for okay. real <laughs> guys let us know please if anything in this whole episode makes you comment please let us know we're taking a a, 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 cl- a, a what's it called a client a customer poll yeah where should we put this in our in our store for now i say we just make a awesome some practical effects section and just put it in there for at least for now. Okay, I agree with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, th- so the thing, John Carpenter's the thing. Is it sci-fi or horror? Horror. Even though it's an Ooh. alien and it's all yeah, it's, bo- yeah, it's because body I think horror. The intent... It is the best body horror movie because it literally. What's well, trying to scare you, right? Critters is about aliens, but they're trying to scare you. They're trying, like they're menacing. They're here to hurt you. Yeah, but they're goofy as fuck too. I'm not putting critters in the comedy section. I'm not doing it, Matt. I'm not putting critters in the comedy section. No, I. I agree, but I think Critters, I think look at Critters next to Gremlins. If I said, which movie is trying to scare you? I think you'd say Critters. But I, I think I which movie is trying to make you laugh? Even though both are doing both, I think one is doing one more than the other one is. I guess I don't I don't believe the intent. I don't, I, 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 maybe I don't buy that argument. Maybe maybe instead of the intent, because it can inform you, but Gremlins, Gremlins is still a horror comedy then. What is informing you? The intent. Like, are the Gremlins trying to scare oh, okay. me? No, but the plot of the movie is a bunch of Gremlins are terrorizing a town. Damn, this is I did not think that this was going to be the the wishbone of this episode. <laughs> yeah, gr- Gremlins was the one that destroys the launch pad. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta put it. Yeah, we gotta put a going out of business side on our video store because of Gremlins. Like, sorry guys, we made it through ninety nine percent of our movies, but we could not figure out where to put Gremlins <laughs> to the point where we've now wrestled so hard we've broken all the other shelves and all our three thousand other sections. Well, we made it an hour, pretty much on on page or able to sway one or the other way, and here it is. Gremlins is the one that ruins it. Yeah, that's the one. I still have a bunch more that we could do, and I have a couple that I think are good ones. We have been going for an hour and this is the first time we're really split and I'm not going to lie. I have just as many that I didn't say yet that I have. Do you want to do you want to put a uh, out to lunch sign on our video store for now and we'll just come back another time and keep working on this store? Yeah, I think we should I think we should I this could be ripe for many episodes, dude. I think this would I be agree, super fun. I agree. I think we should uh wrap it up here. Promise we'll come back to the video store later. Um you'll come back and find Gremlins hidden cuz I we won't like you'll just just be gone. Let's just not shut. We, we have the movie, but it is unavailable right now. You're like, well, wait, why? Oh, someone rented it? No, no, no one's rented it yet. We just don't know where to put it. We just don't know where to put well, it. Well, can I take it? What section would you have? T- 
taking it from? <laughs> I don't know. I just, my kids love that movie. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Miller, go home. <laughs> it's like, okay, he wants to put it in the kids section. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's hysterical. Be like, sir, choose your words carefully unless you want to see two grown men fight right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> no we put that we give anyone who does that we put on a, a probationary membership oh okay yeah give me your card sir do you remember video <laughs> cards you had to have one yeah which made no sense because it's like isn't my money as good as a card why do i need a card so they can keep track of that shit so they know all the stupid porns that you uh <laughs> haven't returned yet oh my god hysterical we didn't even get into the porn section of our store <laughs> Yeah, the little section with the saloon doors. Wait, no, that's Western. The uh, porn section. Yeah, yeah. Who, who designed that? Our our store will make sense. Yeah. There'll be like rings and, and um, glass domes for our sci-fi section. Yep. Our, 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 our Western section will have barn doors yep. or saloon doors. <laughs> what would our porn section have then? It's a giant inflatable vagina <laughs> that you have to crawl through. <laughs> You know, like bounce house material and you have to like, can I just tell you the, the video store that we used to go to when, when I was younger, I would always go into the porn section just cause I was curious and it did have saloon doors and I don't know what was in there. I just remember looking at shit and being like, Oh, this is kind of gross. But I always went in there and I always got kicked out. If you had a giant inflatable vagina in front of the door, I would be in there way more than I was the saloon doors because that seems like a bounce house idea. That sounds awesome. <laughs> It's it's like a fun house. You climb through, and then inside. Have you ever been in the haunted house when they have the like the the corpses swinging from the ceiling, and you have to mm-hmm. push through them? In in, in our porn yeah, section, yeah, yeah. it's not corpses. It's just big dongs. Just like <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that it's like some pervy guy just wants to get his rocks off, and now he's got to go through like a dick filled but blow up vagina fun house. <laughs> <laughs> Just to rent like Adel Avengers 4. <laughs> no, that's in the superhero section. <laughs> what was their intent when they made that movie? <laughs> it, for, I don't know why it's it's a Raiders of the Lost Ark like style thing. Like he he sees the movie and he's trying to judge the sandbag and he turns it over. <laughs> And he has to run out of there while the whole place is coming down around him. And then a giant he, breast is rolling after him. <laughs> giant breast. And, and then he checks out and go, Matt, somebody ran into porn. You got to go reset up the funhouse again. <laughs> I got to roll the fat boob back up the roll. <laughs> Oh, dude, there'd be <laughs> there'd be all these like hot women in like drawn in like Mayan temple sides on the wall, and a bunch of dildos would just shoot out of their mouths <laughs> if you stepped <laughs> on the right. <laughs> Throw me the dick, give me the porno. Throw me the dick, give me the porno. <laughs> Adios, señor. <laughs> oh, damn. What would That's the quite spike a tangent. <laughs> what would the spike pit in a fucking? Porno funhouse. Oh, I don't know, but I do not want to fall in there. I don't want to fall. In there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that got weird. So come on down to Matt and Aaron's yeah. video store. <laughs> oh my god, little kids like that shit. Hey, can I go through the funhouse? We're like, no, it's for adults only, kid. <laughs> You can go push through those saloon doors, though. It'll be fun. You know what dildos are? Oh, go ahead. (laughs) 
Wow, that's his. I was young ones too. Go ahead. All right, man. Well, I don't know if there's a way to count this down. What is there? The most confusing section movies ever. Gremlins is number. Oh, I got one. it. I got. I I know what we can do. Okay, let's count it down to funny sections that we've talked about. All right, I love it. All right, guys, we're back with our pulp culture countdown for Aaron and Matt's fucking video store. These are categories <laughs> that you would find in our video store, the top five most unique categories to Aaron and Matt's video store, which we need to come up with a name with. Anybody who has a great suggestion for a name, let us know. So, Matt, what's at number five? Weird video store genre section. Well, one of the things that started this was uh, Shaun of the Dead. We could not figure out if it was a comedy, if it was a horror. So we're just going to make our own section called Shaun of the the dead. <laughs> <laughs> just going to be one one video on one shelf and it'll just be Shaun of the Dead section. Okay. I mean, it's one of those weird things. Like it doesn't, we couldn't quite figure out where to put it. I mean, yes, it's a horror comedy, but why is horror a genre that deserves its own subgenre of horror comedy? Like you don't need that for any other genre other than horror. Romantic. Huh. Okay. Oh, I didn't think of that till just now. Literally just now. Thanks for proving me wrong, Rumi. Appreciate that. <laughs> Romantic I need a new comedy. business You're partner. Right. That's why this, that's why this video store is tanking. <laughs> you have antiquated ideas, grandpa. <laughs> so yeah it's a weird subgenre and i think i i don't know do you need to say when something has ha, is so comedic that it's part that's separate from its original genre like romance movies well, it's interesting because it, that genre definitely but like horror more than romance definitely has that teeter-totter you know seesaw of sometimes it's more of this sometimes it's more of that here here's here might be a reason why if i am in the mood for a romance movie which i never am but if i'm in the mood for a romance movie and it makes me laugh i don't think i'm gonna be as mad at it as if I'm in the mood for a straight horror movie and it's goofy goofy giggle fun time I'm gonna be pissed fair enough I like that and if you come to our video store we actually don't have a romance section in that's like out in the back alley you're like no you want a romance movie you go outside <laughs> you well, go get your fucking notebook outside <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least it's not in the garbage, which is our next section. It's just the trash. <laughs> it's just one large bin that looks like a trash can that you can dig your hands in. And look, you don't even have to pay to rent these movies. You just dig your hand in deep in that bin and pull something out. Guarantee it's garbage. If you find something you actually want in that bin, you could have it. You can have it. Um, I mean, there's a lot of movies that I would throw in the garbage that probably people would be mad about, but like, you know what? Some movies just aren't worth carrying on your shelves, so we have a trash section. You know, we're going to be as discerning with our trash picks as we can. If you're not shitty enough to go in the trash, but you're also not a great movie, we're going to put you in the boring section. There's going to be five R's in our... Bore, well, actually, five O's and five R's. Boring <laughs> section. <laughs> uh, we talked about Wolf. Wolf would definitely go in the boring section. These are the for movies. Can you imagine anyone renting from the boring section? Like, you were warned, asshole. <laughs> they were like, I kind of like social network. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's boring. Do what you want. <laughs> Do you have the third movie in the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Yeah, we have all of them. They're all in the boring section. <laughs> Somebody's like, isn't that fantasy? It has like dragons and elves and shit. And we're like, yeah, but they're like three hours long and any movie over three hours <laughs> long is borderline boring. So, just yeah, saying. Any movie that ends four times in the same movie boring section boring section <laughs> that's not nearly as exciting as uh as what's what we have at number two matt what's at number two so i said we don't have a romance section and that's true but we do have a love section in the fucking fun house <laughs> 
<laughs> now, if you want, <laughs> if you want some movie about some down and dirty porn action, you jump through our giant inflatable vagina, bounce those swinging dicks out of the way, avoid the dildo sharpshooters and the pit of schlongs, and. <laughs> If you can make it through there. Oh, and dodge the giant rolling breasts. You can get into our porn section and get some porn. We didn't even talk about porn movies. I don't really watch porn, so I don't really know like titles of stuff. I can make up some good ones off the top of my head. I've certainly never rented a move, a, like, a, a, like a movie. Right. Like you've never gone to an establishment and been like, hey, I'm looking for something that's been held by somebody who's just touched their own penis. Do you have any of that? I would like to pay you money. To touch something that I know someone else touched after touching their chest. It's like, be kind, rewind, and wash your fucking hands. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. You put that in the hepatitis C section. But this was back when people thought you wanted plot with your porn. Like, God, like, no, nobody needs a full movie. Like, can I just get... <laughs> The internet was like, wait, we could just put fucking on this on, on here. We could just put scenes of fucking. We don't need fucking people fixing uh, appliances. We don't need people talking to each they other. They don't need professions. I don't care if he's a pizza boy or a plumber or a television repairman. It just doesn't matter. None of it matters. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you, though, I'd be more inclined to do any and all of that if there was an obstacle course at the beginning. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's our fucking funhouse section. There's going to be s not saloon doors. There's going to be a that's giant inflatable vagina, and you know that that's where you're going to go. It's going to it's going to say our section is going to be XX exciting section. That's going to be what's labeled. <laughs> yeah, the saloon doors are for the westerns, like they should be. I don't know why that became a thing that the saloon doors meant like adult, but who knows? Uh, Do you think that the very first video store was having the same arguments they were, and they were like, "Anal Avengers Four, what section are you putting in?" porn and the other guy was like no western he's like western what why are you putting all the porns in the western section <laughs> No. And that's how the saloon door porn section was born. Here's here's what happened. They're like, hey, I have a fun little idea for our Western section. He's like, ooh, he's like, I'm gonna put little saloon doors around it. How fun is that? And they're like, that's really fun. And then some parent came in and been like, oh my God, look at all these porns just out in the open. My kid can see those covers. That's terrible. And they're like, oh, I guess you're right. Well, I guess we'll take out all the Westerns and put them where you can't see the pornos. And then they put them behind <laughs> the Western saloon doors. That's how that happened. That's my guess. Just repurpose their section. That's hilarious. Well, that's our second favorite section, Rumi. What is the number one most visited section and the absolutely most filled out robust section of our entire video store? The holiday horror fantasy small monster Santa Claus isn't real and your dad's dead section. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly specific. This is another movie that we really couldn't figure out where to put. What uh, what movies would be in this? Uh, pretty much the Gremlins movies. Both of them, you think? Gremlins? We didn't even get to Gremlins 2. You think Gremlins 2 would go in there as well? No, that would go in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> go back to number four. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, we're definitely, dude, we'll keep listening, guys. We're not going to, this isn't going to be a two-parter where we do this again next week. We got some other stuff already on the docket that you got to check out, but we're going to come back and, and come back to Matt and Aaron's video store because we, we're not done stocking these shelves. So this will be a to-be-continued episode that we'll hit up in the future. Yeah. And happy Halloween, everybody. Have a great time. Be safe. Uh, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And uh, send us pictures of your costumes. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod. 
and our website, launchpadpod.com. I forgot to give a shout out, uh, Levil Dead. Thanks, dude, for sending us your list of your Halloween 12, the 12 nights of Halloween. You guys have been sending those in. Thanks to Lee for sending us his. We really appreciate hearing from everybody. Uh, it's super fun. Let us know what you think, what movies you can't categorize. Where do you put Gremlins? Be careful what you say, Matt or I might uh, show up at your house to fight. Uh, <laughs> do you want to do a tease for next week's episode? Ooh, yeah. Next week. So uh, this is one that's been in the vault for a long time, but we got to break it out because it ties in with our super awesome uh, stuff we have coming up in November. And uh, Matt went out to the LA Comic Con like years ago. How long ago was this? Yeah, this is quite a while ago. It was uh, at least a couple. It was at least a year or two ago, but and, it was a while. And you were sick as fuck, dude. I was super sick. I was sick enough that I tried to call and reschedule the interview, but it did not seem like it was going to work. So I was like, shit, is this is worth it. I literally went to this con. It wasn't, was it, was it Wonder? Well, it wasn't LA con. I think it was Wonder con that year. Whatever. Oh no, it was Long Beach. Oh, whatever Long con Beach. it was. Yeah. Long, Long Beach Comic Con. <laughs> Pretend like we know what we're talking about. I think it was Long Beach. See, this is how long ago this was, but you got to talk to the guy who basically created the Punisher. Not basically. He literally did it. It was Jerry Conway who wrote uh, Amazing Spider-Man and uh, he did the death of Gwen Stacy, a bunch of huge Marvel milestones. And one of the things he did was create the Punisher. And I got to sit down, talk with him, not just about Punisher, but a little bit of other stuff as well. He was really cool. Uh, oddly enough, he went to school with my dad's family. So he like, he knew my last name when I mentioned it. And I said, you went to school with my aunts and uncles. And I said, oh, the Carrigans. He's like, oh yeah, all the Carrigans. Cause it was a huge family. Uh, super cool guy. I mean, literally the creator of so many amazing things. And uh, it's very special that I got to sit down with him because Punisher is one of our favorite characters. And Rumi, I think we can drop this, right? The thing that we have coming going, the thing that we have coming up the following week, which is going to be November 13th, we have something very, very cool to drop. We've been teasing it for a while now, something we're super proud of. I'm very proud of the stuff I did. I'm ridiculously impressed and proud with what Rumi did with some of that stuff. And it's some of the coolest shit that we have dropping that I can remember dropping at least in the last couple of years. I'm so excited about it. Do you want to say what the topic is or just say that it's related to Jerry Conway and what we're talking about? Oh, it has to do with the Punisher. I mean, we can just say it, man. It's, we'll just drop that. Yeah, but, it's got to I do mean, with it, the Punisher. It, that is an understatement, but yeah, it's it's some cool Punisher shit, so if you guys are fans of some uh, no-nonsense black and white vigilante, we have some cool stuff coming. Listen to our interview next week with Jerry Conway, and then check out what we have dropping November 13th. Uh, we're hoping to make a pretty big splash with that, so check it out, repost, oh, and yeah. uh, buckle your seatbelts, because we're pretty happy about it. Since we didn't do it at the beginning, I'm Aaron. <laughs> I'm Matt. We're the Rocketeers, and we're out. Roomy, let's blast this thing off. Whoosh, yeah. whoosh. Ignition sequence. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead is a horror movie. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.